let's be let's be clear with this, man. Let's be very clear with this. If you are going to a shorty's crib and you go into her cabinet and she ain't got no seasonings, all she got is salt and pepper. <laughs> no garlic, no ginger, no aromatics whatsoever. That's not the shorty for you, bro. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I onto some serious ish though. So this uh, past week or so, uh, I've been, you know, I went to a couple of birthdays, you know, and it was just two different demographic groups, right? One was purely black, and we got like, you know, a different, you know, this is blacks, and then the other one was like white. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a very diverse group of, of friends. <laughs> I have a very diverse group of friends. I'm not even going to... I didn't even realize until, like, a couple minutes ago. But one thing I noticed is that everyone's kind of... Everyone's a little bit racist. Everyone is a little bit racist towards whomever it may be. You know? <laughs> Usually colored people towards white people. White people... <laughs> Towards ghetto white people, <laughs> black people towards everyone else, <laughs> and I don't know if it comes from. Sometimes it comes from a malicious place. What I've noticed from the black community, especially, a lot of these kind of defense mechanisms or these prejudices against other races is a lot of it stems from slavery, man. That's what I'm starting to see. A lot of it stems from slavery. I wonder how the black community as a, as the black culture as a whole would be without slavery. Slavery was one of the most demonic things. Slavery wasn't physical. Slavery was a spiritual war, in my opinion. Because our souls still feel shackled towards, like psychologically and spiritually people are still shackled down to slavery and we can see the consequences of it to this day i'll do more in the, of, of an in-depth analysis on that another day but right now <clears throat> i want to focus on the dynamics between the two <laughs> i noticed that i don't know maybe it's because i'm black but black people just have a different swag to them and it's not to say like it's better or worse or whatever but it's it's different you know, and it feels more home towards me, you know. And I, I feel like if I was a white person, I'd, you know, move towards the other side. You know what I'm saying? Because it feels more familiar. Uh, I'll give I'll give two examples. When the happy birthdays were coming out, so I went to two birthday parties, one on uh, on the weekend and one like a couple of, a couple of days ago. So, for the black the black cake come out. <laughs> Everyone's saying, happy birthday, we're clapping, we're doing, that. it's like festive, you know, everyone's laughing, that cameras are out, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, homeboy starts beating on the, on the, uh, table, there's a beat going out, everyone's like, hey, 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 people dancing, all this and that, it was like a full-on, like, festive event for those one minute to a minute and a half. Now... On the other side, the white part, the white birthday party I went to, birthday cake came out, very half-assed, very low monotone, you know, 
Like, they have to protect a certain image, you know? And we were both at, you know, maybe the restaurant didn't. You know, it's two different restaurants, but we're at restaurants nonetheless, and I don't think the black people would care what restaurant we were, we were at, or the white uh, people as well. Uh, but <clears throat> I've seen that too, and I've noticed that when I come together as a group of black people, it's a lot, it's very festive. It's very, <laughs> we're dancing, we're, you know, it's like a celebration, you know. It's, it is a celebration every time we come together. Uh, on the latter, though, when, you know, when we're whites, it's, you know, more no, more recluse. Everyone's kind of just chilling. You know, it's as if they care more about their perception towards uh, towards one another, you know. It's, uh, it's a lot more stiff, I would say. And regardless of wherever I am, I'm always loose. I'm always, like, doing whatever I'm doing. But it's it's a it's an interesting dynamic that I've seen between the two separate groups. I haven't been around a, a big group of Indian of I think it's just culturally like I know like in Africa in these black places in the Caribbeans, partying is a big you know, like it's a big aspect of, of, of life, of everyday life. And it's something to look forward to, celebration. Uh, I'm not too sure how it is with... I, I know every culture does their thing, but I know some certain cultures have, I would say, different standards when it comes to partying, you know? It's not as crazy and wild. Not in a bad way, but when black people get together, it's like, the energy's up. The energy is up there. It's cranked to the max, you know what I'm saying? And... I don't know, I'd have to be in a lot more white spaces to see, or white parties to see how that is as well. Not like, I'm not talking about like no freaking frat party, I'm talking like birthday parties, like, you know, chillings and things along that nature. But, I also see that <clears throat> when it comes to the whole, everyone's a little racist, I'm like, huh. I have to check myself too. I'm I'm a bit racist too. You know, sometimes people check me. You know, I make my <laughs> my jokes, and the people are like, "Yo, like, what if what if we twist the perspective and said that towards a black person? Would you feel some type of way?" And I'd be like, "Uh." To be honest, when it comes for me, when it comes to jokes, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care because jokes are meant to be funny. The intent is. Is, is meant to be, meant to make someone laugh, you know, so, I never, I never really care about, I don't really care if it offends a certain group of people, because it's subjective, right, it's going to offend someone, it's going to make someone else laugh, so, unless it's downright, like, just damaging to someone, like, saying, oh, you're a piece of garbage, da, 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 you know, that stuff's not funny. But when it's a when it's a joke made in truth, <laughs> like some of Dave Chappelle's comedy, Andrew Andrew Santino, who I recently seen, and just a lot of prominent comedians, then it's like, yeah, that's that was skillful, that was artful, that was tasteful. So, so w one thing I wanted to talk about is when people say my people. I see this a lot within, because, you know, I, I consume a lot of black black people's stuff. You know, you have prominent figures like Charlemagne the God, uh, the Pivot Podcast, you know, Fre uh, Fred Taylor, Channing, I don't, I don't know, I forget his name. 
uh, chanting something, uh, and the other guy, Ryan Clark, they're all just referencing my people, my people, as in black people, black people. And I understand that. I get that, but there's a reason why when we look at, there's a reason why <clears throat> the way that, I'll reference it to the Muslim community, for the, to the Muslim religion. There's no depiction of Muhammad, no picture of him, no nothing. And I feel like that was the best thing that could possibly happen for religion because it's allowing the religion to be open to anyone. Because if Muhammad was a black man, <laughs> I feel like black people would be more inclined to be, to go towards that religion, you know? Oh, you look like, oh, he, he was black, so, oh, it's within our lineage, we should be, this should be the default religion that we have. But there's a reason why these, you know, these prominent figures, like even in Egyptian, the, the Egyptian, uh, Hieroglyphs, it's not, you don't really see pictures of people, you see just symbols. Because it's, all these ancient texts, whatever, they predate racial consciousness. The separation of black, white, brown, whatever, whatever. So when we say my people, we should be really referring to all of us, you know? But I, I in the context of when these individuals, these, you know, as I said, the Pivot Podcast... Charming the God. When they're saying my people, they're referencing black people. And it's because, you know, black people are marginalized. Black people, they face all these, especially in America, they face all these, these things that hinder their progress within society. And I understand it. I genuinely understand it. Because I've been a victim towards it as well. But when you have that mentality... It's sort of a victim's mentality, to be honest. It really is a victim's mentality. Oh, this is the reason why, uh, 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 this is why we, uh, uh, uh. It's, it's giving the power away to something other than yourself. And if you do that, it's like, you can't, <laughs> what can you really do in life, you know? If you're constantly usurping your power to something else. If, it, if it's not the creator, at least. That's that's what I see when it comes to my people. When I say when I say my people, I'm trying to do this thing where I'm trying to change my well, this would naturally progress if it's supposed to progress this way. But I don't want to re refer to just my people as black people, you know. I want my people to be all the people who seek righteousness and seek for for to reach their human potential, you know. To reach the maximum that they can, to just to get to that point where they reach their human potential and then they reach transcendence, which is righteousness. I've talked about it previously in the Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs. the the highest The highest thing is uh, self actualization. I think it was. Uh, so I forget what it was exactly, but. It was more towards the line of seeking God. That's the highest human potential. Aligning your mind, body, and souls. And when I say souls, I mean, I mean with a plural. Not one soul. We don't have one soul. We have many souls. Nine of them. <clears throat> I'm putting you on game, baby. <laughs> I'm 
But that's what that's what I mean when I'm talking about my people. A side note, man. Uh, I want to talk about women real quick. But you guys are the most beautiful creatures on the planet. But some of you, like, yo, I'm talking about some of the most annoying. <laughs> so, I think, I, like, when you have your woman and she's nagging you, it's on par with a kid, bro. It is genuinely on par with a kid. The amount of, the amount of. Just, ah, uh, this, ah, uh, this question, ah, uh, that question, ah, uh, this. And your patience is tested so much, bro. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, bro. I, I <laughs> like, this is, like, the last weekend I've, in a bit. Like, I was just like, wow, like, <laughs> I don't, I, I've never been married, but I think I know what it feels like to be married, bro. And just thinking about, uh, thinking back on previous relationships is freaking so annoying sometimes, bro. I don't, I don't understand why you women are like this, bro. Genuinely. <laughs> why some of you guys are like this? Some of you guys can be so annoying. I love you guys. But some of you guys can be so freaking annoying, bro. One of my, I think I, I discovered one of my pet peeves. One of my pet peeves is like, Say I'm cleaning, right? Say I'm cleaning. Say I'm cleaning the bathroom, right? And then, and then somebody comes up, like, "Yo, you know how you should do this? Why don't you just do this like that?" And I'm like, "I'm literally like, why, why didn't you do it then? Since you wanna give so much insight, <laughs> you know?" And when it's one person, it's whatever. When it's multiple people, it's so annoying, bro. It's the most annoying thing on the planet, bro. It's like you guys are all giving me all these tips. And there's a reason why I couldn't do it this way. So so what do you want, man? What do you want, bro? I come through, right? <laughs> I was making nachos for, for the group, right? We were in the telly. And then the freaking... The, the oven, the the, the the frying, the pan that I brought to make the nachos, it didn't fit into the oven because the oven was too small. So then I decided to do some, you know, maneuvering, put it in a little little pot, put it inside, you feel me? Steam it, steam that, and steam the cheese, you feel me? And all these people are coming to me like, yo, why don't you just do it this way? Someone else, why don't you do it this way? Someone else, why don't you do it this way? And from their perspective, I understand they're they're coming for the first time. They've only asked it once or twice. But for me, it's like you're the seventh person who's come up to me. And, bro, I'm just like, holy cow. <laughs> Get out of my face, please. <laughs> no, no, no. Get out of my face. Patience. Patience is something that I need to work on. And I see that... <laughs> It's something that I need to work on because, bro, when I tell you, when I'm at my limit, I'm just like, bro, leave me alone, bro. I don't want to be talking to you people. I genuinely don't. I don't want to be talking to you people. That's that's one thing I learned this weekend, bro. One thing I learned this weekend. But sorry, that was that was a little tangent I went on. I just wanted to get that off my chest. But yeah, when it comes to these, when it comes to, it's all it's all division, man. It's all division. Where it's 
as they say, you know, to get into the conspiratorial uh, places of this conversation, the best way to, you know, eliminate society is divide and conquer. You divide all of us to lie to us to say that we're all separate from one another. You think the, you think that the, the creator cares if you're black, white, or freaking gray? <laughs> we're all freaking the same, bro. And it's this programming that we've been given since the day that we've come into this society, this sinful world, that it's like it's an illness. It's an illness that I'm starting to see within myself, that I'm starting to see within others, and that we all collectively have at some some at some level. And you know, I've give I've seen I've been there's certain prominent figures on the, the internet, on Twitter especially. Twitter's a very Twitter's a melted pot of opinions. And I used to think that, yo, these are some you know, some of the advice is good, but a lot of it comes from you know, honestly like we want to talk about, say, for instance, like the red pill, right? There are consequences to your actions, man. There are consequences that you're going to have, you're going to, have to answer to. There's, there's certain things you're going to have to answer to after this life. And I don't know if I can be, be a part of that. I wanted to see, one thing that I heard that was very... Very alarming was uh, your God, God, the creator is a very jealous creator. Meaning that you will be judged on how you treat your wife in the afterlife. And you will be judged on how you treat your husband in the afterlife. How you treat your husband in this life. You will be judged in the afterlife of how you treat your husband in this life. And you will be judged in the afterlife of how you treat your wife in this life. Because the creator is a jealous creator. And by creating that unity of marriage, it's something very sacred. And the creator takes that very serious. Because now you're relying on each other in order to ascend to paradise. Ultimately, you're relying on the creator at the very essence of it, but I feel like when you have someone to be there with you, it's, you know, I've been seeing like a lot of like this, I don't know, man, like talking to people in real life and then talking to people on the internet, it's very, it, the, the minority has such a bigger voice than the majority, especially when it comes to all these women who are talking about, oh, this guy has to make <laughs> six figures, this and that, whatever. <laughs> and then they have a boyfriend, and the boyfriend's not to that standard, you know? And I'm like, but what are you talking about then? You know? I see a lot of that. Because I, when, I'm, when I'm with, especially when I'm with women, I, I like to ask these questions towards them. I like to ask these questions to them to see where they're at, to see if it's actually true. Don't don't get twisted. A lot of this stuff on the internet, like it, it 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 holds well towards in in, in the real life, but there's that nuance with every individual that is is missing. It's very good at generalizing the internet, but 
obviously there's a lot of misinformation as well people playing characters and whatnot so is what it is but back on the subject of the biggest thing for me was thinking about having multiple partners at once i really wanted to believe that i could do that obviously i'm not in a position where i can financially take care of multiple women heck even one woman because your boy's broke what you guys are witnessing has come up but i don't i don't think i don't think that's the way to go man a lot of these people who are talking about having multiple women this and that okay and then you can't because you can't really say <laughs> well i guess you could but my biggest thing is just the hypocr hypocrisy about these individuals that's my biggest thing. You can't be talking about. I mean, you can. Um, I'm, you know, I'm the one to. <laughs> I'm not someone who can even have a, who should have an opinion on this. But here I am talking. We can't just be out here. I'll say we because I'm a part of this. We can't just be out here talking about some. Oh, I'm about to f this b, f that b, and then say thank you God. <laughs> For you know this and that in the same. Uh, no, actually we can, we can to be honest, because we have to. You have to accept God within your life, accept the Creator within your life, and then from there, it will wash away the sin, as a byproduct of you following the Word, following that. So I wouldn't even say I see, but. It's I, I'll I'll give, I'll say this. You have to be really selective of who you listen to, and you have to understand what does this person do in their life. You know, they're preaching the word, but mm, I'm preaching the word, but at the end, they were all hypocrites. You know, to we're all hypocrites to one degree or another. We're all hypocrites, and the creator, the angels, the deities—they all hate. They hate hypocrites. Our ancestors—they hate hypocrites. That's the that's the scary part about all of this. You know, I'm I'm going on a little rant today. This is just me just as I said, fleeting thoughts, but thank you guys for listening. I'm gonna holler at you soon, alright? I remember at all times, protect emotion.